Hey there, this is Terry Cowley, weekday breakfast presenter on 1FM Shepparton. Thanks for checking out this podcast. It was recorded live as part of The Brecky Show, which you can catch 6 to 9am Monday to Friday. Big thanks to Bronwyn Cole from Golden Valley Libraries for coming in on a public holiday. Hello, Bronwyn. Morning. How are you? Oh, I'm pretty good today. <laughs> I believe you don't have any hot tips for the cup. I don't. That's I okay. I don't know anything about it. Well, well, this is all you need to know. Well, there is one local connection I can tell you about. The Euroa-based Lindsay Park racing duo Ben and JD Hayes will be hoping to pull off a Melbourne Cup miracle today with Irish runner Kimora. So if you wanted to uh, support local, you would bet on Kimora. But I have a much more scientific way of picking the winner. I believe it's going to be number 22, High Emotion. And that's spelled Emotion. I think it's E-M-O-C-E-A-N. And do you know why I've picked that one? Because you like the colours? Exactly. <laughs> Pink silks. Of course, so of course. So no doubt, you know. People, Very scientific. Yeah, people will be rushing out now uh, to put a bet on that one. <laughs> but if they do put a bet on it and it does come through, they're going to win big. That's all I'll say about absolutely, that. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> okay, on to matters not cup related. It's the Out in the Open Festival happening at the moment. It is. They had their opening dinner last night. So this is Shepparton's Festival celebrating LGBTIQA plus pride and community diversity and Carnival Day is the big event. It is, but we've got we are attending Carnival Day. Yep. We will have a stand, so you're absolutely welcome to come down and see us there. But we've got a couple of events happening actually in the Shepparton Library as part of the Out in the Open Festival. Great. What are they? Well, one is Rainbow Storytime. So we get Frock Hudson down there and um, Frock um, dresses in drag and comes down and reads stories, uh, picture books to the kids and they're diversity-related books. So just anything about that makes, that appreciates a diverse um, envi- um, culture. Yep. yep. I think I've seen Frock before. He's very entertaining. He, she is very entertaining. <laughs> Absolutely. Very colourful to say the least. If nothing else, <laughs> very colourful. <laughs> I think there's going to be a few sequins involved. They usually are. <laughs> what else have you got happening uh, at the library as part of Out in the Open? So we've got a visiting author um, coming from, I think he lives in Melbourne. Um, anyway, we have Jonathan coming up to talk about a book that he's written. It's called The Boy in the Dress. Now, he actually researched he started the whole project by researching some family history. He had a, a relative who was murdered during World War Two, and when he started doing um, some research into that, um, discovered there was the potential for it to be uh, a hate crime. And then he that led him into doing lots of research into queer military history. So he talks about what it's like to do family research, and then what to do, how to turn that into a book, and. Yeah, lots and lots of things. So who is this relative in in relation to him? So it's a bit complicated. It's <laughs> his grandmother's cousin, but they grew up together, a, a much closer relationship than some of us have with our cousins today, yeah. Okay. So it's a, it's a story, um, as, as you say, sort of exploring queer military history, but uh, specifically about this individual who yep. was murdered. Yeah, absolutely. That's horrible. Well... It is, but he when he speaks to it, he speaks. It's very he's very passionate about it, and um, it's what he's discovered along the way that has contributed to the book and how that's impacted him and his um, growth as a person. But also, it for those budding authors out there who want to write about their family history, what it's like to actually 
delve into that family history and then have to come to terms with what that might mean to your extended family if you're going to publish it. Yes, that is a tricky one. Yeah. Yeah. That's something I've thought about uh, sometimes because, you know, uh, if you're doing a family history, you want it to be honest. And most families have things that they'd rather not have out in the public air. Or what do they say? Um, airing out your dirty laundry? Yeah. <laughs> We've all got dirty laundry, haven't we? Well, and you've got to think, it's kind of like if you kept your diary and then decided to yep. publish it so that everyone in the world yep. could read it. and Could be embarrassing. A little bit, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, that sounds interesting. When's that? That's actually this Saturday. Now, it's at the Shepherd and Library, 10.30 in the morning. We'd love you to let us know that you're coming so we've got enough seats and um, snacks and stuff out. Okay, and uh, the number for that? So we've got 1300... 374-765 and just let us know you're coming. Okay. Are you going to talk about World Toilet Day now? I am. I am. Look, just holding it in here. (laughs) (laughs) So to speak. Uh, World Toilet Day (laughs) is November 19. Now, listeners, you all need to know that. World (laughs) Toilet Day. I'm I'm sure that you've all been planning your celebrations for (laughs) World Toilet Day on November 19 already. So, I know it sounds hilarious and, and look, that's part of why it's a great one to take on board. Um, the United Nations wanted to highlight the importance of sanitation and the fact that with if you're in a town or a village or anything, an area that doesn't have good sanitation, the ongoing impact that has to health and community, et cetera, et cetera. So... We've partnered up with GV Water and they're going to travel around to our branches and a couple of our um, mobile library spots and they're going to run some information sessions but they're going to be fun information sessions and they've got giveaways and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean the whole way our sewage is sort of collected and treated and all of that is 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 quite interesting really and I mean you would have probably heard there was complaints earlier in the year about this, a smell in Northern Shepparton and why that was occurring and it wasn't anything unhealthy but it was kind of just a consequence of I think so much rain and yeah, there's a lot that goes into it yeah, that so look- to speak again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look it's fascinating even if I mean nobody really wants to talk about toilets but the fact is it's fascinating how it all is managed um, and uh, Chris is coming down to chat to everybody and look, it can be questions about she's going to talk to, about what should and shouldn't go down the loo. Yes, that's um, an important But you one. can also ask about how the whole system works or just go down and see. She's got this um, this amazing machine. You can throw in toilet paper and see how it dissolves, but then you can throw something else in and to show you that, nah, no, that shouldn't go down the toilet because it just, it doesn't work. Such as baby wipes and things like exactly, that. Exactly. Even tissues, they yep. say, sh- shouldn't yep. go down. So, yeah. Yep. Okay, good to know. We don't want the system being clogged up and then, you know, uh, at great expense and then that comes back to the consumer, doesn't it? Well, if it gets blocked up, we all know about it. <laughs> I'm not on the main system, just so you know. Ah, well, actually, she's. Um, I asked her, would she be able to speak to because she's visiting some of our smaller towns and our more remote mm-hmm. areas. So I asked, would she be able to speak to um, those with composting toilets or septics and things like that? And she said, absolutely. So don't hold back if you want to come down for a chat. Don't yep. hold back. Is that another joke? <laughs> Sorry. I just yeah. can't help it. <laughs> okay. No, we don't want any holding back. So that's from um, Wednesday the 16th through to Friday the 25th. Yeah. Rudin and Athalia, Shepherd and Tatura, New Merca, Euroa, Murchison. Yeah. We couldn't fit it all in in one day, obviously. So we've spreaded World Toilet Day out across 
Ten many days. days. <laughs> uh, an ongoing World Toilet Day yep. celebration. And, and I know what you're saying about the importance of toilets. I used to work for an aid organisation years ago and a lot of what we did um, with money was sending it to communities to put toilets in because Absolutely. without a toilet, as you say, ongoing health issues. Yep. It gets into the groundwater, it gets into the drinking water, it's just... The, the ongoing problems yep. and we need to appreciate what we've got. So. Yeah, we do take yep. it for granted that yep. every house we have has a has a flushing toilet, but yep. that's not the case for probably, probably half the world. I don't know what the statistics are, but a half, lot of the world. more than half the world. Yeah, that's terrible. Uh, I did have to read up the stats, but yep, can't mm. remember. Yeah. Okay, and we've got Flo McDonald coming. We do, amazing. So, um, coming along November 18th, Friday evening it is, at the Shepparton Library, Fleur McDonald is coming to the Golden Valley. So kind of probably the best known or most prolific outback author, you could probably call her. She started off years ago writing romances and she's now gone into kind of a bit more of a crime genre, hasn't she? Yep, absolutely. Now this one fits in that crime space. Uh, so now... I will say you need to watch out. It's only being released in the next couple of days. So if you want to get it read before she gets here, you'll have to get on to it. And that begins with B. What's it called? Um, Broad River Station. Okay. Yes. I'm getting a copy sent to me. So hopefully I will read at least some of it before she gets here. She's come to Shepparton many times. And she's coming from all the way over near Esperance in WA. So. Absolutely. It's, look, it's a big national tour. We are so lucky to be part of the, the program that they've, the schedule that they've written up. And she's such a, a lovely, accessible, kind person who's got a lot of interesting things to say, not just about her books, but about uh, domestic violence and other things as well. I'm really looking forward to hearing what she's like, yeah. So that's, remind us again, that's the 18th, did you say? Friday the 18th of November. It's a Friday evening, Yeah. okay? So head on down to the Shep Library. Once again, we do like to know that you're coming. So if you give us a call, one three hundred three seven four seven six five, just to let us know you're coming so we've got enough seats out. Okay, okay, I'm telling you now, put me on the list. I plan to be there. <laughs> All being well, I'll be there. Excellent. I'll <laughs> add your name. <laughs> Anything else you need to let us know about... Uh Oh, I think that's going to do, but really, come down and meet Fleur. She's going to be amazing. Okay, just any any more hot tips for books lately? Oh, you're putting me on the spot. Well, you know, you didn't have a you didn't have a tip for the Melbourne Cup, so <laughs> you know, I'm just trying to think of what I've been reading. I'm still reading Anita Heiss. I'm just finding I'm such a slow reader. When I say slow reader, I'm not a slow reader, but I just I'll read like a couple of pages and then I won't get back to it for a week. Uh, my reading is just not good at the moment. I just seem to, I don't know, just want something less taxing and just sit there and watch some rubbish show when oh, I should no, be no. reading. No, no. When I want, so less taxing. At the moment, I'm in a bit of a challenge with my young niece. She's a teenager and we are reading all the Agatha Christie's we can get out wow. and having our own little Agatha Christie book club. I don't even know if I've, uh, I'm sure I've read Murder on the Orient Express, but I haven't probably read a lot of hers. Is, is she, she's not that hard to read or no, she no, is? No, she's, she's good. Look, I read her as a teenager, which was why I recommended her to my niece. Um, so that's why I read them all together and then we can sit down and chat. What one are you on now? Um, oh dear, it's the, it's the, oh, I, I really can tell you what the cover looks like. It's, um, no, sorry. <laughs> Must be good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hopeless with names. I'm, I'm, look, the plot's there. Bronwyn, I'm ter- Terry, names. Terry Bronwyn. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, you look, I have gotten you up early on a public holiday, so we can't, uh, we can't tease you too much, can we? <laughs> All right. And don't forget that hot tip. High oh, emotion. Look, I think it's got high it. emotion. Number 22 anyway. I thought, you well, know, no. 2022, 
22s yeah, and Omen. Yeah, yeah it makes yeah. sense. But the pink's what I'm going to yeah, remember. absolutely. All right, thanks very much to Bronwyn from Goulburn Valley Libraries. And if you have any queries about anything that she's said, uh, maybe don't ring today because it's a public holiday. But what's the number again, Bronwyn? one 364 And, yeah, don't ring today. There's no one to answer no. the phone. And it's just, uh, just Google Goulburn Valley Libraries and you'll absolutely. find all that information. Thanks very much, Bronwyn. Thanks. This station, FM 98.5, subscribes to the Broadcasting Community Code of Practice. The Code of Practice is a set of agreed standards that have been developed by community radio stations across Australia. They reflect the unique principles of community broadcasting and guide stations in a whole range of activities, including complaints handling and Australian music content. If you'd like a copy of the Code, please contact us during business hours and we will mail a copy to you. Do you need it knocked over or smashed up? Keith McRae Demolitions are your demolition and environmental cleanup specialists. Equipped with EPA trucks and a mobile concrete crusher. They're also licensed asbestos removalists. Call into their yard where they stock a huge range of secondhand timber, steel, aluminium windows, all at super secondhand prices. Call Crowbar Demolitions today on 58299413. of 1FM. Snake season is here. Have you serviced your snake repellers this spring yet? If not, book a service call and let Jason's Pest Control update your batteries and check your repellers are right to go for this snake season. You don't have snake repellers yet? That's okay. Call us now and get them professionally installed. Protect your kids, pets and yourself. Our snake repellers are the best on the market and even have a two-year warranty. For more information, call Jason's Pest Control now. 1-800-599-699. 1-800-599-699. 1FM sponsor. Daryl here from Aussie Ag Supplies. Just a quick message. Retractor parts for many brands of tractors. Most of you good listeners know the brands of parts we carry. Over the busy times ahead, if you need new or used tractor parts, call Aussie Ag. Our stocks are large, plus glass doors, etc. Our wrecking stock of tractors is growing along with used tractors and machinery. Call Daryl on 0428 235000. I'll repeat that, 0428-235000. 7 out of 10 cars stolen today will be stolen using their own keys. Make sure you leave your keys out of sight, behind a locked door, and visit www.howsafeismyplace.com.au to find out more simple things you can do to protect your home and family. It's a free service from Neighbourhood Watch in partnership with RACV. HowSafeIsMyPlace.com.au You've been listening to a 1FM podcast.